Well, little lady, let me elucidate here. Everybody wants to be a cat. Because a cat's the only cat who knows where it's at. Tell me, everybody's picking up on that feline. How do you do? Um, I'm drinking a King Sue double IPA out of Goliath Brewing Company from Iowa. Hey guys, it's Corey. I've got a single cut Beersmith's Eric Moore Cowbell chocolate milk stout. Actually, yeah, I got a recommendation from Tom. Hey, it's me. I'm back. This is Craig. I got a hair razor from Exhibit A Brewing Company. This is the uh, Mighty Squirrel Cloud Candy. <laughs> Very good. The sixth time in a row. It's like, yeah, well, this is a good beer. So, you know. Um, anyway, what are we? Uh, podcast 36. It's a day in November. Um, we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Google Play, iHeartRadio, uh, com. We are watching the Monday Night Football game. And we're about to go over some Holden Foldums, some early week news uh, heading into week 10. Uh, a lot of people's uh, trade deadlines coming up. So hopefully we'll give you some ideas of guys that you can just cut bait with. And, and uh, I know later on this week we want to have a bigger segment on people on who to target, um, how to kind of approach your trade deadline, how to maneuver around that. If you're a team that's in you know sixth or fifth place, you really should be taking advantage of the of the trade deadline, trying to go ahead and, and get yourself kind of a league where it'll push you up uh, into the upper echelon of your league. Um, so yeah, so let's. I guess we'll we'll just kick it off with some of the news. Um, Miami got a win. Yeah, I was just gonna say the Jets are awful. Yeah, Jets officially worst team in the league. I mean, can't beat Miami. You're a bum. Get and off the field. Case is still there. I don't know yeah. how he's not fired yet. I, he should have been fired right away. Like, yeah, I mean, Gase before is, the game was over, Gase is responsible for the Dolphins, and now yep. he's on the Jets. You can't beat. <laughs> yep. He's so. destroying everyone in the AFC. He's destroyed Lev Bell for fantasy. He should he's be on the Browns by the end of the week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. There you <laughs> go. That, ma- that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so the <laughs> first, <laughs> the first quarter of that game, uh, I think Crowder was like five receptions for like sixty yards and a touchdown. Yeah. They were just flowing. Like this is going to be domination. Crowder didn't touch the ball, and he d- wasn't targeted in the second half. Anderson was only targeted twice. Yep. Uh, Durant Thomas wasn't a thing. Lebel, he had an okay day because he had some catches, but that was just abysmal. It was so piss poor. It's like they came out, and they were winning the game, and then Gase was like, oh, wait, no. Wait a no, minute. Let's, let's new, new game plan. <laughs> Don't get the ball to Crowder or uh, Anderson. Yeah, like before I even knew what happened, I had a touchdown from Sam Darnold. And I was like, oh, great. I'm going to nail this start. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is going to be an awesome day. <laughs> Long story short, I did not nail that start. Uh, yeah, so on to another team who's incompetent. The Browns still couldn't win this week uh, playing against a third-string rookie quarterback in Brandon Allen. I mean, that's just that's bad. Uh, already seeing some strife come out of the locker room with uh, Odell saying he can't get the ball to save his life or something like that. He's complaining on the sidelines. So. Yeah, because he, he didn't get the ball in like a crucial Fourth down. Yeah, he burned um, Chris Harris. And yeah, didn't get the, didn't even get looked at. Which... Baker did, did, can't look that fast. He's got to throw it too quick. Oh, they're, they're they're just so bad. Yeah, and it's unfortunate because it's like they had their bye week a couple weeks ago. They're already struggling. It's like you think you'd figure it out, but 
No, not with kitchens. <laughs> Don't worry. There. Hunt's <laughs> back next week. I'm sure it's going to be all clear after that. It's going to be uh, more of a disaster. And as much as we sit here and make fun of uh, um, uh, Mayfield and Darnold, Trubisky comes out of nowhere and just goes, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, I oh, could be worse God. than so you. The, these three quarterbacks were supposed to be, you know, these big, like, not breakout, but, but you know, stardom this week. Awesome matchups. The entire Bears offense. A Rob, Anthony Miller didn't have a reception. He had like a target or two. <laughs> just Trubisky is just destroying this team, and he is all the talent in the world on that team. So the Bears traded up to get Mitch Trubisky, and they could have had Pat Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Lamar Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> the the oh, list whoops. goes on. There are more competent quarterbacks that you didn't need to burn first round picks on to get. And Mitch Trubisky has already been, uh, I don't know, maligned by. Nagy saying that he wants to get a real pocket passer quarterback in there. Yeah. So uh, I don't know who the solution is. I think I, I suggested Teddy Bridgewater. Andrew um, Luck. Yeah, Andrew Luck, come on back. <laughs> that would be well, amazing. Well, there's a decision this week that I think might might shape out is with uh, Minshew, you know, having a kind of a shaky game this past one and Foles coming back. We'll see what happens if Foles steps back in or if Minshew's the guy going forward. And if Minshew's the guy going forward, that means Nick Foles needs a new home yet again. And I think that would be a good one in Chicago. Yeah, and that wouldn't come till 2020. No, I mean, none of them are going to come. So we are stuck with Trubisky ruining the Bears. Oh, yeah, if you haven't this year, good good luck. Yeah. Um, Mark Walton suspended four games. So uh, we have to talk about Kalen Balaj, unfortunately, at some point. So so (laughs) he's suspended from. um, Three arrests during the offseason. Three. Three? It's what? just coming out oh, now like that... won it, a game. Which is geez, like an impressive. Three. How do you get three you? times and not be suspended in, in the first week? Here's Zeke over here who gets suspended every year for something. One arrest or one traffic stop or something like that. This guy got three times. Tom Brady lets him air out of the ball over in yeah, the federal whoop court. Whoop do friggin' do. <laughs> um, Allegedly. Yeah, so, I'm still not willing to cede that point. <laughs> Kalen Balage is a thing again. Unfortunately. Sorry, fantasy world. Honestly, Miles Gaskins is somebody you have to put in the back of your mind, too. Um, Jacoby, uh, it sounds like he's going to be fine. He's got a sprain, but he has no TY for the next couple of months. An injured Jacoby with no TY. Paris Campbell's out for a while. So, I mean... It, it's unfortunate because he was a legit option for a lot of people who it drafted. Like he's like, out at least a week. I mean, I know he could play this week, but I think mean, Craig said it earlier. The facing Miami. Yeah, what's the point in um, playing him? He's playing yeah, Miami. Don't rush him back to take a hit. It's a sprained MCL. And Hoyer looked good because I mean, they're going to be a play touchdowns. They're going to be in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. In the NFL. I mean, Hoyer's the perfect NFL yeah. backup. I mean, he's got paid five million for that backup role. He's like, oh, sweet, this is awesome. Backup quarterback is the best job. Mari Cooper needs to catch a football. I know it's ridiculous. Yeah, (laughs) the only thing is the Colts are being pushed by the Texans, um, record-wise. Texans are six and three, leading the division. Colts five and three. Um, They need to win games. But again, like Craig said, it's Miami. I'm pretty sure Brian Hoyer can get it done. Make sure you get your future, your franchise quarterback back healthy. Don't rush him back and have that sprained MCL turn into a tear or something more significant. Right. Um, yeah, and we had mentioned Paris Campbell being out too. So I mean, even on top of him being hurt, Paris Campbell, he's out multiple weeks. He's had he had surgery on his hand or is going for surgery on his hand. So I mean he he doesn't even have a lot of weapons as it is. And again, like I mean, it's Miami. Deshaun Jackson, um 
Have they come out and ruled him out for he's the year? Done. He's out. So he just yeah, had surgery. Yeah. I yeah. I know. I saw the. I saw that he may need it. So he he's, he's had the surgery. Had the surgery. In, okay. So Deshaun Jackson's uh, out for the year. So is he done yeah. forever? Does he I mean, retire? no, I th- no. He'll never give up. They just signed him to like I think a multi-year deal. So really, I don't think it was just one year. Was okay. it just one year? I. I mean, I'm not sure. Uh, Corey, you're closest to the keyboard. I'm on it. But uh, (laughs) I'm pretty sure that he's going to come back. Three-year deal. Yeah, so he'll he'll definitely play. It's all a one-year deal. Yeah, it's all a one-year deal. It's it's too bad because Deshaun Jackson and Carson Wentz were like, that was a marriage I want to see play out in 2019. And, it, you got and we see it him now bad. having to throw to Aguilar and Matt Collins. People who are dropping. And it looked yeah. like Jeffrey, yeah. Jeffrey looked like he was shaking up a little bit in this he game, He left too. the game, too, yeah. Jackson will get cut next year. It's $6.2 million and eight point two the following year. He's, he's out. Yeah, that's tough money. Um, all right, and I think probably the bigger piece of injury news that we have so far is Le'Veon Bell undergoes an MRI. I have a write-up on the waiver, so I won't go too in-depth on this. We don't really have too much other than he went for an MRI on his knee, but you got to monitor monitor this. Um, the, the, the schedule is cake the rest of the way. And it would just really stink if Le'Veon Bell is is out with, with the schedule like he's got coming up. Um, I don't know if anybody has anything else they want to I add mean, they're in last place, too. So if he is hurt, do you rush him back? It's it's almost I as if, know. like, you know how Gase were, there was a talk that Lev Bell might have gotten moved and Gase might be trying to throw, you know, you know we just joked that he might try to throw a game. Who, who knows? Maybe Le'Veon does just kind of... Sit. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, if, if Lev goes and has an MRI, there's evidence for why he might sit, which means that you go and play Ty Montgomery or anybody else, and you don't Blow. risk more injury. That is gonna ruin so many fantasy lineups. Yeah, if if yeah. that's the case, but he's, I guess he's a big by low guy that everyone got him. <laughs> God damn, so, it's because it's Adam Sorry. Gase. You can't you cannot have anything on his team. And expect to have confidence. And right now, the Jets only have to outpace the the Bengals for worst team in the league. I mean, if they drop the next one to the Dolphins, <laughs> they get them play the Dolphins. We got some juicy <laughs> matchups coming up. <laughs> like we have a couple of weeks of just horrific. Uh, we matchups. like our last place battles. So so happy yeah. these these are the fantasy matchups we talk so, about. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so let's head over to hold them, fold them. Uh, we are what? You gonna do the waivers? Do we just skip over waivers? Are we going to talk yeah. about waivers? All right, let's talk also about the waivers. Patriots We're lost, too. Now. I think that's pretty b- big news. The Pats lost. Yeah. Lamar Jackson, yeah. probably clear MVP leader now. Yeah. Yeah, Lamar Jackson doing that shows me that he's Actually, definitely no, legitimate. Russell Wilson. <laughs> um, yeah, Russell Wilson definitely made his case a little bit bigger. But um, I, I think Lamar Jackson's going to continue this year at the same rate that he did um, you know, the first half of the season. So there's really nothing to be concerned of there. Yeah, I mean, like Scott said, though, big news. Patriots no longer undefeated. Chase for that's over. Only remaining undefeated team is the Niners. So let's see if they can get it done. That'd be cool. Yeah. Waivers. All right. Let's see, let's <laughs> jump over to waivers. None of that has any fantasy implication. Um, all right. So let's see. If we go, I tried to sort the dock here so you go highest bid to lowest, but I think we got Ronald Jones as our consensus priority pickup of the week at about $10 fab. So he's the one who I ended up. Uh, recommending and I got a little angry as I did all my waiver <laughs> write-ups just for all three players because it's ridiculous so I'm just gonna touch on a couple points for Ronald Jones I guess and my biggest case so 
Bruce Arians comes out today and says, yeah, he's the more explosive back. I go and I look at the numbers and I'm sitting there and I go, okay, you know, well, what took you so long to figure this out? Like, we all know Peyton Barber's terrible, but has Ronald Jones showed you anything? There's a glaring statistic. Peyton Barber has more targets than Ronald Jones, yet about 100 yards less in the passing game. So Ronald Jones has eight catches for 124 yards on 11 targets. Peyton Barber has 12 targets, has seven catches on 12 targets for 33 yards. 33 yards. So I I, I do not understand why it took Bruce Arians this long to figure out that Ronald Jones is the more explosive back. But if I, if you have to take a, word, a, a coach at his word, um, Bruce Arians might be, uh, you know, it might be worth reading into a bit here. Um, I'm not overly like enthusiastic about the pickup. I mean, Ronald Jones, it feels like we're talking about him every three, four weeks because he had some sort of big game and he found the end zone. Um, but this is a guy that you don't get an opportunity like this, uh, very often this late in the, in the year. Um, about 10 bucks, I think, should should get it done to, to land Ronald Jones on your roster. So I think the next one is who, Zach Pascal? Zachy Pasky. Yes, Zach Pascal. <laughs> um, yeah, that uh, we'll probably won't catch on, but it won't. All right, um, forget you heard that. So Zach Pascal for the Colts, um, he, after TY went down, he was the clear-cut number one receiver. Um, people would kind of say, you know, Paris Campbell could take that role too. He didn't. He also got hurt, and he's out for the next couple weeks. With Campbell out, Hilton out, he's now the number one receiver on a pretty g- good offense. Probably no Brissett this week. Going to be Hoyer, but you saw it last week. Hoyer and him had a pretty good connection, and I'm pretty sure he threw a touchdown to him. They play Miami in Week 10, and Week 10 is a bye week hell, so you're going to have to ha- have someone to fill in a at a flex spot or a WR3. Um, I think this guy is a great pickup. We have him for at uh, $9 right now, and I think he can return WR3 numbers while uh, TY is out. Yeah, for sure. And another wide receiver uh, we're recommending at $9 that has a new home. Yeah, so Josh Gordon uh, has been dropped by a lot of teams. Uh, he's now only 60% owned. So if you are out there uh, in a league that Josh Gordon is still sitting there, don't be concerned with Seattle. He should be able to put up some pretty decent numbers. He's at least going to play and should be at least the third um, you know, look in Russell Wilson's uh, new kind of look offense. They definitely passed a lot more this year than I feel like a lot of people thought. Um, he brings a little bit more to the table than DK Metcalf than just size. He can do some, uh, you know, extra routes that Metcalf can't. Um, he's probably going to get some of the work that Will Disley got in the red zone. So, you know, Gordon's a pretty good safe ad for a, a wide receiver. May not play this pat this next week, but uh, you know, when he does get out there, you know, he'll be out there for you know your your fantasy playoffs. I think. He should have a pretty good uh, impact on your team. So we, we we said nine bucks. Yeah, for sure. I mean, great situation. He could have gone somewhere much, much worse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, yes. Again, he does not go pads. to Cincinnati or Miami. <laughs> uh, sorry. So we're not sorted out here, but Corey, you're... Yeah, I've also got a wide receiver, I yeah. believe, here. Hunter Renfro. Uh, big 
two games in a row. Nice to see the kid getting uh, involved in the passing game. Maybe it's because Tyrell Williams is back. I'm not exactly sure. Maybe Tyrell and Darren Waller are drawing most of the uh, attention from defenses. But in any case, he's seen his targets increase back-to-back weeks. He's been getting in the end zone, which is good. He's still putting up decent yardage, but you'd probably like to see that go up a little bit, which is why our fab bid isn't higher. But I think we have him right around seven as a consensus average for the uh, TSF guys here. Um, You can definitely stream him. Definitely a flex play, and he's probably creeping into that wide receiver three, you know, I don't know, mid-range wide receiver three territory at this point. I'd like to see him obviously continue. He's got a decent matchup with the Chargers. I know they are actually kind of ranked higher as one of the better defenses, but they've not been particularly impressive, um, aside from this past week, I suppose. But uh, without Derwin James coming back to that Charger defense, they're a lot less intimidating, and he's still a few weeks out. So um, Hunter Renfro is a good pickup this week. Grab him if you can. He's not uh, super high-owned in any league, so you can probably grab him pretty easily. Yeah, I wanted Renfro to be my waiver pickup. Sorry, um, got to be faster into the but docket. But, yeah, I got to be faster into the docket. Um, there's a lot of wide receivers we're featuring this week. Uh, the next one's going to be Devontae Parker. Uh, this has me just as enthusiastic as Ronald Jones does. Um, but you can't say no to the opportunity that's in front of Devontae Parker. Uh, Ryan Fitz, Fitzmagic is the perfect quarterback for Devontae Parker. Uh, and Preston Williams is on the IR now, so he's out for the season. Uh, Parker hadn't seen less than six targets in the last three games. Uh, uh, Preston Williams was seeing about you know eight targets a game. Those eight targets have to go somewhere, and I would imagine a majority of them go to Devontae Parker. If Devontae Parker can get double-digit targets against... Uh, who are they playing this week? They are playing uh, the Colts. If if he can see double digit targets against the Colts, it's just it's going to make for a field day because the Colts are going to have to pass. I mean this this could turn into one of those disgustingly gross like twenty seven twenty four type of games, and Parker could come out with a hundred yards and a TD. Uh, and it's and it's a it's it's the perfect pick him up for about five bucks and start him that week. Um, so that, that's kind of our recommendation. Um, I think, I think next we got on here is a tight end, Scotty. Noah Fant, Denver Broncos. Big week last week with the rookie quarterback, 115 yards, touchdown off of, uh, three, three catches, four receptions. Um, it kind of looks like he's the second option in the passing game behind Cortland Sutton. We kind of talked about this a couple weeks ago with the Sanders trade. We all thought, you know, Deshaun Hamlin, Tim will be the guy. Uh, for some reason, he just is not. He had one target for no receptions last week. We, week before that, didn't do much. And it looks like he's looking for a fan a lot more. Now, a fan can actually catch the ball because I know he's had trouble the last couple of weeks. Um, even when Flacco was there, he would drop a lot of balls, like a lot of easy touchdown balls, red zone targets. So um, if this rookie quarterbacks and look to the tight end like rookie quarterbacks do he's a great uh bye week t- tight end i mean start him over C- chris herndon who probably won't, won't play again because it's yeah he'll be active chris play. Yeah. <laughs> um and oj howard or something like that so i i think he's a good uh bottom tier tight end one for uh next week yeah, and um, I just I want to I don't know if you mentioned it, so I apologize. We kind of watching some of the Monday night game, but Corey nailed it. When you have these guys that come in here and they just start slinging the ball around, mm-hmm. it's perfect. So 
Um, yeah, Corey, I think the next guy up is you. Yeah, um, getting away from wide receivers, tight ends for a second here, but still a pass catcher. Uh, J.D. McKissick from the Lions. We've been recommending him here over at Top Shelf for a couple weeks now. Uh, he's still only 12% owned in Yahoo Leagues and just put up 14.7 points in a half PPR league. So he is definitely making the most of his opportunities, not getting a ton of looks. Ty Johnson's still there doing some carrying of the ball. But on, I want to say, four rushes, he had 32 yards and three catches, went for 40 yards and a touchdown. You can't really do much better efficiency-wise than that. So if you had him and you cut him, you made a mistake, you should have waited on him like we told you to to see who was going to kind of come out of that Detroit backfield. <laughs> They're not – there's nobody in the Detroit backfield that has snagged the job as the one only guy. But right now, McKissick is worth rostering in case it does become him. He's looked more efficient. He's looked more explosive than Ty Johnson, and he should at the very least be on your roster. And honestly, he could be a flex play. Um, I had him in my roster last week and won the game because of him. So, yeah. Yeah, and what's nice about McKissick is that he's getting the passing work, and you know he's getting the passing work. So even if he he's getting limited, I mean, we see Theo Riddick. Yeah. And then that's kind of what McKissick's role is looking like moving forward. Yeah, and again, if you are in a PPR, half-point PPR, any league that's giving you credit for receptions, he's a great start. Because you know he's going to average four to five catches a game, and it looks like he's making good uh, good use of those touches. So, yeah, that's all I got for you. I think the next one is the guy that just threw a touchdown pass. Ugh. Oh, Daniel Jones, Could Danny be Dimes, baby, my boy, Daniel Jones. I guess I'll keep going then. Throwing uh, a wide open wide receiver. Don't stop me now. <laughs> Daniel Jones still only twenty six percent owned. I usually harp on the low ownership in uh, Yahoo leagues, but twenty six is probably right for Danny Dimes based on the couple weeks he's had. Yeah. He had a good week against Detroit uh, two weeks ago. We're gonna see what happens against the uh, Cowboys in this game, but he just threw for a touchdown, so that's a, that's a good sign. Things are looking up. If he can make it to next week healthy. Uh, he's got a matchup against the Jets, who just got obliterated by Miami, just embarrassed up and down the field. So there's no reason that... It's, it's magic. <laughs> exactly. Uh, there's no reason with Daniel Jones and his arsenal with Evan Ingram, Saquon Barkley to throw to. And hopefully the team will have Sterling Shepard back finally. There's no reason that he can't be a startable streaming quarterback for you, especially given the bye week troubles next week with Deshaun Watson, Tom Brady, Carson Wentz, Gardner Minshew, and to a lesser degree, Brandon Allen and Dwayne Haskins all on by. So he is a very startable quarterback based on matchup. Uh, sorry, and that I should also mention, we're looking, don't break the bank, like 2 $3 tops for uh, yeah. Daniel Jones. Yep. Did you keep rolling? Yeah, I think you got another one on here. <laughs> Anybody want to uh, jump in? No, just about Daniel Jones? We, we no, jump I mean, in. I think he's he's definitely a great fill-in kind of guy. I think he's definitely someone. If you've had some troubles with quarterback play, that if you're streaming, it's definitely another good you know good time to stream him. So I mean, if you're in a 12-team league and I'm facing you in that week, and I notice you have no quarterback, and I've got like a six-person bench, you know, I'm, I'm going to pick up as many quarterbacks as I can to screw you over so you don't have one. But I may not think that Daniel Jones is the guy. So, I mean, there, there's a chance that Daniel Jones really has to start in somebody's roster. Yeah. And you're going to need him to win a game. Um, I need him to, to lose right now. But, you know, that's one of these weeks we could probably also give you some philosophy stuff like that. What Tom's saying is to go ahead and pick up guys so your opponent can't. 
Oh, yeah. And then we can talk about the timing of that. Make sure you do it so they don't clear waivers in time and all that stuff. But that'll, that, that'll actually start happening after the trade deadline. You'll notice weeks like 12, 13. That's when people are going to have that extra bench spot now knowing, you know, this person's not going to help me this week and next week, and I need to win these two weeks in order to make the playoffs. So I'm going to do everything in my power, including... Make, making sure that the other team doesn't have a quarterback to play. Yeah, a little roster churn. You pick a guy up. You drop a guy. Yeah. Um, if you haven't done that before, that is definitely something that's out there. If you're new in fantasy football, there will be people oh. in your leagues that will be doing that to you. It's like so, my signature move. <laughs> yeah, Tom, make sure you're paying attention. To that. Tom does. That. Uh, let me hold on to a guy, and then I'll cut him just in time that when he clears waivers. His game starts, yep. and he goes back on waivers again. Yeah, it's fantastic playing with Tom. I love it. Great kid. Um, <laughs> so we get I did that to him last year, actually. I think it was a tight end. Uh, I can't remember exactly I who it normally was. normally don't give a crap about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're getting into the next guy here. Uh, is it Trey Edmonds? Trey Edmonds. You probably haven't even heard his name. He did a little bit this week, but um, was a decent pickup if you couldn't get Jalen Samuels. And he actually made a good use of the involvement he did have. He had one long run for like 45 yards or something like that. But uh, he had 12 carries to Samuel's eight. Now, Samuel's did a ton of damage out of the backfield. He caught 13 balls, and Trey Edmonds didn't even have a single target. So there is that limitation and that cap to his production. But if he can continue to prove to be effective, you don't know how long this John Connor injury is going to linger. It's an AC joint injury, so a shoulder injury to a physical runner, a guy who likes to draw contact and create contact. It's something that can easily be re-injured in the course of any game, and Trey Edmonds would immediately be thrust back into a role. Um, he also has a good schedule coming up. He's got the Rams, the Browns, the Bengals, the Browns again, Arizona, Buffalo, and the Jets. That's a fantastic end to the year. Um, now, Connor should be back, but like I said, he can get hurt again on one run, one bad hit at the shoulder. He's back out. Trey Edmonds looked good. Jalen Samuels. Again, Trey Evans has one injury in his way, maybe one and a half injuries in his way from being the starter there, and he looked good in limited work. So he's a guy that I would take a flyer on, nothing fancy, but like two uh, fab dollars right around that just to stash him on your roster. Yeah, And again, like these guys that have this opportunity in front of them don't come around all that often, so you have to take it. Um and the AC joint, like, uh, there's no amount of cortisone that is going to make that AC joint stay together. Tom, speak, Tom <laughs> speaking from experience here. Well, yeah, I mean, so so that, but, I mean, when you, you, you don't play NFL running back and have an AC joint and just be like, eh, well, just take a shot. You'll be fine. Like, it, it doesn't work that yeah, way. Yeah, it's not, it's not a toughness thing where you go out and grit out an injury with an AC joint. You're getting hit by 250-pound linebackers on your shoulder every single play, and if you get a shot, to the shoulder, you're going to fumble the ball because your body's physiological response <laughs> oh, yeah. is going to be to forget about the thing you're carrying and just tense up. Oh, yeah. I mean, and that's not, yeah, that's not a like mind over matter thing. That is exactly legitimately the brain it's, telling the rest of your body yeah. like, eh, well, shut down. I need to concentrate anymore. on the shoulder pain. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. Even... Even outside of that, though, um, James Conner has been hurt a lot this year with the quad injury, and I believe there was also an ankle injury earlier in the year. So there's there's definitely cause to, to be concerned. Uh, Amari Cooper left the game. Mother. There goes our week, Tom. Amari Cooper, Amari Cooper, on the other hand, talking about gritting it out, needs to sack up. <laughs> the guy goes out every single game. We're just hurt. He's never been – coming out of the bye week, he's, he's never been healthier, right? 
There we go. Nope. Uh, he's he he's he'll be back and he's just limping a little bit. All right. Yeah, yeah, it could have been one of those. I fell down short of the first down. Now I gotta pretend like I'm hurt, so I have an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have a, two other very. Yeah, right, yeah. So so yeah, exactly. You. These ones are just flyers. Uh, if you have a spot, maybe you know it's just someone to pay attention to. I made the mistake early in the year of not paying attention to the targets and with a certain player, which was Cole Beasley. I saw him get 11 targets, 13 targets. I'm like, what? Well, you know, okay, maybe I should pick him up. But he really only had like 40, 50 yards with it. However, as time went on, he became a more, you know, important piece of that offense. So he's definitely now more fantasy relevant. With Mohamed Sanu being shipped out, Russell Gage is a wide receiver this past week that had nine targets. So I'm looking at that going, you know, he's now the third, third option, probably the fourth because of Austin Hooper. Um, but in a high, you know, profiled offense, I, I would say, you know, Gage is going to be able to continue or at least have a couple good weeks here and there where he's going to, um, you know, get you, uh, you know, if, even if he has only, you know, five or six targets, he's going to get you at least, you know, three or four receptions where, you know, a lot of players now going into these weeks coming up, especially with bye week hell next week, you're going to need some play, uh, some plays. And on top of, you know, him having a little bit of production to show with Sanu out, his next five matchups are all against, um, you know, the top 10 worst NFL pass defenses. You got, um, you know, all of them, you know, there's the, the ninth ranked, 10th ranked, 5th ranked. Like, it's just over and over again, he's got great matchups. So it, it is going to show up uh, that Russell Gage is going to, you know, give you some some points. So we, we have a, a dollar bid on there. Uh, just, just a guy, if you, if you have a spot, all your other waiver claims are, you know, you, you didn't get him or whatever. You put that dollar in and, you know, you have at least a player on your team that's reputable, you know, to get rid of that IR spot guy. Uh you know, well, and he's year. playing the Sanu role too, so um, I mean that, that can be positive uh, with all the targets he can get there. Uh, the last waiver pickup we're recommending is Ty Montgomery, and I I hate Adam Case. Um, so they they lost to Miami. So just, let me interrupt you real quick. Who do you hate more, Adam Gase or Bruce Arians or Lennon Fournette or Matt Nagy? <laughs> 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 All right. Or Matt Patricia. All right. Gase. <laughs> Number one. Uh, Trubisky. Two. Fournette. <laughs> Arians. All right. Did I miss somebody in there? Nagy. Well, he's with Mitch. Yeah, he, him, okay, him, okay. him. I don't, I don't hate Nagy as much because he came out and did what he actually said he was going to do and run the ball uh, and took over the play calling. So I don't, I don't hate Nagy all that much. Trubisky's awful. Um, I mean, where's where's uh, Mark Sanchez at? <laughs> um, he retired. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. Um, yeah, Ty sorry. Montgomery is the last pickup we're we're uh, recommending here for a dollar. Um, this is why I hate Adam Gase. He's just um. This is it's. I hate the Jets just as a whole. Like I, I'm gonna I'm gonna read this because the people the people need to know. Do it. The people need to know. Give it to so us. Adam Gase. Two weeks ago, October 11th comes out and goes, asked about Le'Veon Bell, goes, it's probably the hardest thing for us. We're trying to figure out the right way to use Le'Veon Bell, the right way to use Ty Montgomery, and the right way to use Belial Powell. It has not been easy. Let me make it easy for you. Play Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. Play the guy that you're paying the money to. Whether you like it or not, he's on your team. It is a marriage that you have no... Say in right now until you can make change it. 
And you can't change the situation because the trade deadline's gone. Your team's awful. So use Le'Veon Bell. How to use Ty Montgomery in there, change of pace is fine. He goes on to mention Belial Powell, which has me very, very concerned. So Adam Gaze obviously thinks that Le'Veon Bell can't be a bell cow. He can't just run the ball with Lev uh, all season long. There's uh, also some other issues about uh, how the Jets handle their offseason. So they signed Le'Veon Bell a week later or uh, three weeks later or so. They fired the GM. They brought in Belial Powell. They handed everything over to Adam Gase. Adam Gase comes out and says that, you know, he he's not a he didn't like Bell. He wasn't pushing for Bell to be on the roster. Then he came back and, you know, retracted it as any head coach would after you can't do anything about it. Um and and so here we are. We have Adam Gase on a team that just lost to Miami. Not a week ago, they were trying. They came out and said they were trying to trade Lev Bell. They were trying to trade Robbie Anderson. When 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 we say actions speak louder than words, like just look at what the Jets are trying to do. They're trying to trade people off their team. It's clear they don't want Lev there. Gase is saying that he wants to get other guys involved, and now Lev's getting an MRI done. Whether it's what Le'Veon Bell wants, whether it's what the medical staff on the Jets want, because the Jets can dictate Le'Veon Bell to go and get an MRI and then come up with some piss poor excuse, some piss poor excuse to, to bench him. Um, and if that's the case, if you can toss a dollar on time, I mean, you can likely get him for free, to be completely or honest. Powell, too, right? I mean, it, one, of, one of them. Because chances are, if something happens to Lev Bell, these guys are going to be relevant because. Like I said, when Adam Gase made his statement two weeks ago, he mentioned Ty Montgomery and Belial Powell. We know he doesn't want Lev Bell. So he, we know the next guys up in Gase's mind are Ty and Belial. And if Lev is out, it's Ty and Belial are going to be the hot pickups. So you, you have to go get Ty Montgomery now. I love how that one dollar Montgomery bid just was just a rant on Gates. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's all it was for. It's just an excuse. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to talk was about it Adam again? Gase. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Magic. Hold him or fold him, Adam Gase. <laughs> yeah. Fold him. Fold him. Easy. Well, do you want the first again. pick? You you hold him. Yeah. Right <laughs> yeah, enough. that's I guess, suppose that's true. I mean, how'd that work out for Miami? All right, so I guess that's my my rant's over. <laughs> but those are our waivers. And Tom's for the going week. to bed now. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna take over. Am I wrong though? Like that? And I mean, no, no you're not, not at all. It's it, no. completely accurate. <laughs> it is it's Adam Gase. Gase, 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 Darius Gase, Darius Gase. <laughs> there, there's something there. All right, next. Uh, uh, hold them, hold them. Right, we're gonna roll be folding a lot of people. Hold. I have, I have yeah. a feeling. Yeah. Start off, Gardner Minshew. Fold, fold, fold. Yeah, fold. I thought I, I thought I was gonna have like all, like I had my whole argument ready because I thought you guys were gonna try to hold them. I didn't no, even no, need it. Okay, no. yeah. Uh, he lost his job. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think in, I think in, in one they're game going on a bye. Like, bye weeks, bad right. matchups. Yeah, right. Might lose his job next. Jacoby Brissett. Fold, fold, fold for now. I mean, really? he's, he's obviously got yeah. that injury. Really, he's like well, I can't steady hold for me. I can't without this is a one QB league, so he's a top twelve quarterback. You're saying going yep forward. Yeah, see, I don't yeah, see that. He's projected to is, score the most touchdowns in the league until this injury. Right. Well, there's also the Paris Campbell injury and T.Y. You know, Hilton. So if now his number one target is a stronghold for me. Sure, absolutely. But but now with his number one target is literally Eric Ebron. And do we really have confidence in the fact that his number one target's Eric Ebron? I'm not so concerned about the targets it's because what he's Pascal. doing is not... 
What he's doing is not targeting. I mean, Pascal, dependent. okay. He's not throwing the ball up and having these guys go get it. They're creating space and being open. They're using a ton of play action off Marlon Mack. These guys are getting caught or getting passes in open space. I think he can do it with anybody the same way the Patriots do it. More yeah, but that often really, than not. Yeah, but that doesn't bode well for fantasy numbers, though. I mean, it's good as for As long NFL. as he keeps punching it in with leading the league in touchdowns at the quarterback position, I will 100% start him every single week. Tom said two weeks ago he will never sit Jacoby Brissett again. Yeah, I mean, I would never sit Jacoby Brissett. But again, like without T.Y., without uh, Campbell, without those offensive weapons, I think it's hard for him to return the fantasy numbers that you would expect of Jacoby Brissett or that you would expect of a top 12 quarterback. Like, so, so here's my thing. If if you if you only had one the, roster the, move to there's make, there's a cat in the field. Would you would you pick up Daniel <laughs> yeah, Jones? Go. Or Jacoby go. I would Sorry. keep it. Well, if I don't have a quarterback <laughs> a and guy. I have to drop somebody to have a valid roster, uh, I would drop Jacoby Brissett for Daniel Jones, right? And just to have a valid, viable <laughs> offensive roster and have a quarterback at the I, position. I, I really do think How that's Scott. Right. Okay, you guys want to talk about a cat real Absolutely. quick? Absolutely, this is a, this is amazing. There's a cat. This on is why the field. Amari Cooper got hurt. This black cat ran right in front of him. He, tri- he tripped over him. This, sure. is, this is the sign of the telly right Pretty here. Pretty sure I saw this cat in my yard last week. <laughs> hey, I know that squirrel. But in any case, Aww, it's a no one Jacoby misses two weeks because of a sprained MCL. Maybe he misses the game he sat out in next week. Then he goes on to face, well, Miami, who he might miss. Jacksonville, Houston, Tennessee, Tampa, New Orleans. I will take him in all those matchups if he's healthy, regardless of who he has a receiver on the field. <laughs> Sorry, I can't look this at Scotty. This is amazing. <laughs> I've never seen this before in my life. Jason Witten is so pissed there's they a cat on the field. so many uh, people this, out this there. This is ridiculous. We're, th- the cat is destroying our podcast yeah, right well, now. But it's also he's destroying, destroying the game. game. And I'm sitting here trying to go, make yay, my case for to Kobe. Yay. So yeah. why are we sitting percent? I'm 100 <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm 100% going to keep him on my bench through his injury, hope it takes him two weeks, and then he has a favorable schedule coming when he comes back. Yeah. And hopefully T.Y. Hilton, I think, he, I mean, he might miss a month, so maybe four three, weeks, four weeks. Three, yeah. three, four games. That's not the end of the world. He'll be back to be in these matchups. Yeah, I mean, if Paris Campbell's irrelevant, I don't care about Paris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just another option that doesn't have. My, my thing with Jacoby is I sit here and I say, I'm I'm a team that's contending for the championship. I can't play Jacoby. I can't trust Jacoby this week. So I have to have another quarterback. And do I really want to be rostering two quarterbacks? That's that's kind of where I'm sitting. Now, Jacoby Brissett has proved so many different people wrong that I would not be shocked if he came back and just slapped us all in the face and Corey's laughing at us uh, because Jacoby Brissett finishes as a as an, uh, quarterback 12 uh, this week. But if I'm if I'm needing a quarterback, I, I don't want to hold two of them. Yeah, I, it, and I agree with that. But if you have the ability to drop to some other bum off your team, yes, thank you. That's what by I was going to say. Hold right. him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you you're have not the best just dropping, if you have a stack need, five guys and then Brissett, and you need to drop him for a Daniel Jones to have a viable actual startable. Do what roster, you can to that. keep him, but if yes. you have to do it, don't feel bad about dropping him. Right. But again, I think he comes back and plays just fine. He's he like you said, has the ability to potentially suit up this week. So who, who even knows that he won't? And if he doesn't miss time and he's going to go play against Miami, I would start him. I think you have to. Oh, against Miami for sure. <laughs> he's a tough it's, SOB. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you guys, so you guys would hold him if he plays this week. I, so I'm, you're an injury-dependent fold? I'm, 
Ooh, that's a good way it's because kind of can yeah, but, 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 but can it's that, miami no, can that be a but it's thing? miami that is, that's, a, that's an easy that's a, that's an easy out no i'm i'm still gonna fold jacoby because i don't think that he plays right. this week we beat this one to death there's yes, cats off we the have field. let's go cats running back field uh running shady back. i'll start this one he's a fold for me i've already folded him yeah. um he is in and this is I, I i shouldn't i shouldn't say he's a he's an absolute fold for me if you have the depth to keep LaShawn McCoy, I would keep LaShawn McCoy. I would not cut him just to cut him. There there are likely other guys on your roster that you can cut. Um, but at this point in time, the, uh, you, 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 you cannot trust anything that Andy Reid's saying. I had a whole spiel to argue about this, but I guess for the sake of time, I'm not going to go into my Andy Reid rant, but... Well, I mean, I'm not sure how many how much competition you have on the uh, the holder fold here because I'm I would definitely be folding him. I folded him a long time ago. I um, folded him weeks ago. Yeah, yep. like fold he's the well. last time yeah. that he was relevant, at least you know showing up in any stat uh, was week seven. He had eight points, and then before that was week four with you know sixteen. So with with three attempts this past week playing Tennessee, who's a good matchup, then the Chargers maybe getting Derwin James back. We'll see. Don't know. That'll be tough. Then a bye week. Then Oakland will be a good match. But then New England's tough. Denver's tough again. Chicago's tough again. So, you know, it's it's just really not something that you're really looking forward to. I don't know if anyone has anything to add or if you're holding them at all. Nope. Fold. So fold the whole backfield. Damian Williams had a one huge run. He sucks too. Fold him. Yeah. So, well, and and so that that was my other thing is that I'm not folding Lashawn McCoy <laughs> because of Damian Williams. I'm folding Lashawn McCoy because Andy Reid. I just don't think knows how to employ a running back anymore. It doesn't seem like he's interested in using one. He is right. not more exactly. out there slinging the ball. And he's like, I'm just going to pass it. You know what's right. going to happen like week 13, right? So here comes Darwin Thompson. <laughs> yeah. Darwin. Hey, babe. Um, it all took right. us 15 weeks, but we, we were right. <laughs> we made it. You heard here first. Uh, Ty Johnson. He was never a 2019 thing, though. He was a... Uh, he could have been. Darwin Absolutely. Thompson. Darwin Thompson. If he had gotten a snap, <laughs> like <laughs> oh, a meaningful yeah. snap. Yeah, true. Well, if I got well, a yeah, bunch I mean, of snaps in the NFL, I'd he, he could have been, too. We, he's, just been a, he's just been a top-shelf darling all summer. Uh, Darwin. Uh, Ty Johnson. Ty Johnson. He's a fold. He's a, I'm holding him. Fold. I'm oh, holding him as well, Greg. Why? Yeah, Why? Because I have because not he's... seen anybody take hold of the reins of that backfield, and somebody and has to run the football. And if you do, they, though, if it's even 50-50. Unfortunately, a lot of people paid up for him. Yes, that too. If you paid for him, keep him. Specific, or especially. I mean, okay. But, but he still has to play you... Chicago. I wouldn't start him, but I'm not dropping him. Are you saying that Chicago is a matchup you want to start him in? Actually, they're the 12th most favorable matchup against the Rams. They've been okay. So so okay. Regardless, I guess regardless of the matchup, but that's against teams. It's still a a talented defense. Mm. And Ty Johnson still sucks. The only thing that I would counterpoint to that is it's a talented defense against the pass. That's why they have such a good reputation. Maybe they'll be forced to run the ball more when they don't have Galladay, Marvin Jones. If I had to choose Ty Johnson or the Chicago Bears defense, I'm taking the Chicago Bears defense. Well, and I would continue to hold Ty Johnson. I will hold Ty Johnson. Would you start him, though? Yeah, I did last week. Ish. I wouldn't start him because I was forced because to. I need to see a little bit more. It's possible that JD McKissick does take the role this week. McKissick's not um, going to take the role on the ground. Like the Lions just the Lions aren't I mean, going to run the ball. It's going to same. be Stafford. They ran the ball fifteen times last week. Total. That's between all their running backs. That's fifteen more times than I would have guessed. <laughs> you yeah. guess zero. Um, if they're right, gonna so be we, hold on, hold on. Here's, on a, here's here's something to note. If they're gonna be up in a game, 
the groundwork will go to Ty Johnson. And since Mitchell Trubisky sucks so bad, Ooh. there's a good shot that Detroit's up in this game. So you're starting him this week? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I will start him this week. I would have to play the because numbers. Because I severely lack running back depth on my team. <laughs> uh, Frank Gore. Oh, I, f- I folded him a couple of weeks He's ago. Fold. I also started him this week. Okay, uh, Corey, but he's, a, he's, a, he's a fold. What, what what is this roster that you had to start with? I drafted Frank Kenyon Gore. Drake. <laughs> it's gross. I drafted Tevin Coleman and uh, Kenyon Drake. Pretty oh, high. right. Yes, okay. This is you play dog. in this league with me. This is the dog. Um, right. Kareem Hunt, he's back. Maybe he'll do something. I've been rostering okay. him all year. So, so, regardless, <laughs> I'm, finally, I'm finally going to fold Frank Gore. Uh, just based on what happened this week. And it's really unfortunate. I think he's a talented running back. He just isn't getting the volume that he once was. And Devin Singletary looked very good. Yeah. He had more touches. He was more effective in those touches. Period. The end. Fold them. You're done. Frank How Gore should have got He did, however, just surpass Jerome Bettis for fourth most touches all time. Good. I yeah. saw that. Good for him. Yeah. yeah. Gore's, Gore's the man. But cut him. Yeah. First ballot yeah, Hall of Famer. You cut fold him, him cut him. him. Cut him. Yeah, he's nothing. He's uh, not. He's dog. Royce Freeman. Who's the a-hole that put him in here? I, guess I did. Tom. Do you hold Royce Freeman through the bye? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yes. I fold him. 100%. Why? If you, if you fold him, I'm going to pick How him up. You, I'm going to drop Ty Jones. He's going to be a big winner. So, I mean. I'm going to drop all Okay. Okay. So, one game, Philip Lindsay got five touches. Nine. He, okay, had not, five, he had okay, nine five rushing and this isn't this isn't this isn't that Philip Lindsay's running away with it or anything. It's can you hold Royce Freeman through the bye? If you are yeah. in bye week yes. hell, they so the, you you are going he, to opt. If he's your worst player on your roster, good for you. You you did yeah, something. You did right. something right. Okay, All that's right. what I'm. Can I mean, who I are you going to pick up? Ty Montgomery. No, I mean I'm not going to pick up Ty Montgomery for Royce Freeman. Ronald Jones. I I if I needed to play a running back, I would pick up Ronald Jones over Royce Freeman. I think that's the only thing I could. If you if, again, and, if and Royce Freeman is your worst on your is, team, and you need to play why, for Ronald Jones, then this fine. is why Royce Freeman is on here. Can you hold Royce Freeman through a bye if you're in bye week hell? If you have four or five guys on a bye and you need to make a decision on who to cut. I would leave the Royce spot. Freeman. I would you're also spot not open. doing no, well at fantasy if you're sitting there needing Royce Craig, Freeman. But, Craig, people are in that position, and that's what I'm saying. If you have five guys on a bye, and you I have five, five guys on a bye next week, and you need to, if you have six guys on a bye, you have five bench spots. That means you have to cut somebody to field the full roster. I would leave the spot open before I cut Royce Freeman. I would try to just so trade. You would, so you would play with an empty spot. You also yes. would have to because really I'd rather need that. It win. all depends what unless that is if, frowned upon in your league. If you're in first, <laughs> we are not getting. We're not. We're not getting all. into Please, that. No. I'm not um, giving. Yeah. No. All right. So if you're in first place and, and you can avoid to lose that week, absolutely, I would not drop him because I'd rather him like him for the playoffs. I'm not going to pick him up for uh, a one week rental than lose him because right. you want the running back depth, especially in the playoff run because your starter goes down he, you can plug in yeah, if, he, if you drop so, him so so out, picking him up. outside of this week he it, was the rb24 he was legitimately an rb2 before this past week you do not drop an rb2 okay all right so royce freeman's a whole kenny drake this is this is an interesting one i actually wanted to see what everyone's take was He's, i i didn't i'm full i you're folding drake I'm 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 it's t- I'm, it's I'm trying to move injury on from history Kenyon Drake. going around. Whether you Arizona. have to fold him or trade him, I don't want Kenyon Drake on my team. Well, I think you trade. I mean, I mean, it, you, you try to. If trade there's him. a high week to trade him, it's it's this week. But right. 
I mean, what if DJ's out a week? Uh, Chase Evans out a couple weeks. Um, we saw what Chase Evans did behind David Johnson. I think Kenyon Drake's a lot better a running back than Chase Edmonds is. So why can't Wait, he... Say, hold on, say that again? You think Kenny Drake's a better runner than Chase Edmonds is? Tom is yes. apoplectic. Uh, okay. Ch- Chase Ken- Edmonds listens. Ken- Kenny Drake is, is a filthy, t- talented guy. Okay. And we've talked about that, too. He just on the... I mean, I said, I've said that he's... Watch him play last week. He looked He looked like the best... Against a back very in the team. good yeah. defense. So, um, yeah. who says he can't do what Chase Edmonds did behind David Johnson, get you 14, okay. 15 points? I think he's, an, he's a clear hold, or you try to trade the guy high. Yeah. Um, if you fold him, he's going to be a... Forty-five dollar. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think you can cut him, but I think you should be trying to move on from Kenny Drake. Yeah, I that's think why you, tra- I threw him on you here. I think try to trade. Interesting him. position with yep. the looming return of DJ, very probably this week, and then the further looming return of Chase Edmonds, who, to be fair, has earned a role right in the, in the Cardinals team. So it comes down to fairness. You got hurt. Did you lose your spot? Alex Smith lost his spot when he was killing it before Colin Kaepernick came in, and we never saw him get a snap in the on the Niners again. So it boils down to something like that. Is there any loyalty to Chase Edmonds given how effective he had been or are they just going to roll Kenyon Drake based on that one really, really good performance? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and, and I think I think that's why I'm so shocked by that is that I don't know that Kenyon Drake in a week has all of a sudden said, hey, I'm better than, than Chase Edmonds and DJ and I deserve all this roles. I mean, we look at what Peyton Hillis did years ago and – Everybody thought Peyton Hillis was going to be the next big thing, and then he just shit the bed. I mean, guys have good weeks. Madden curse. Um, but anyway, uh, so let's move on to wide receivers. So let's argue, I, well, argue well, about hold wide on, receivers. Hold on, real quick. Consensus on Kenny Drake, I think, was hold him, but try and move on. Yeah, hold him. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yes. Um, Corey Davis to start the wide receivers. I'll hold him. I'm folding him. I'm folding. There's too many wide receivers. I like, I like yeah. what, you know, even though Tannehill, you know, maybe a little shaky, I, I like what I see from him. I think it'll give him a little bit more time. I am a I don't huge have time for it. Corey Davis guy, but if you need to win, right. I would pick up everybody that we talked about on our waiver pickups I would and drop much, Corey Davis. Yeah, I much. If I could, you know, obviously you can't grab all of them, but I would take Hunter Renfro. I would take. Uh, everybody else we talked about who I can't remember. I would take Josh Gordon. I would take yeah. Renfro. I would take... I mean, and, th- and this is the thing. I would is take we're, Pascal we're, over him. I would... Yep. Pascal, oh, yeah. I would take we're Pascal in, over him. We're at a okay, point in fine. the season where you have no time to wait. And that's why yeah. you need to start making decisions on guys that are on a bye week or guys that are underperforming. You can't sit here and say, hey, I'll wait a couple weeks. Like, you can't do that. If you need a week, if you need a win now, you need to make tough decisions. Corey Davis is a cut. The only thing, the reason why I even said that was because it is new. Everything is new over there with Tannehill. So I mean, he's I don't know what his matchups. actual matchups weeks, are. Yeah, he's he got is. Casey Jacksonville. Well, Casey, his bye, Jacksonville, Indy, and then great playoff matchups with Oakland and Houston, and then New Orleans about well, less sixteen. So Oakland and Houston in the playoff weeks. But um, I can't have him sitting on my bench for that no, long. Though. I can't. I can't suffer a bye for a guy who has given and you I'm, I'm six point eight and one point nine the last two. AJ Brown. When they were in the red zone, was the wide receiver on yep. the field? So oh, they they you can you can tell that they're <laughs> so going to be. So it's moving. AJ Brown is the guy that you want there. I think I think Tennessee even knows it too that this year is kind of just a test with Tannehill, and I think they want to build the offense around what AJ Brown can do. Um, and Corey Davis is probably going to be an ancillary piece moving forward. Um, but that's not to say that he can't do something here and there. Yeah, um, Larry Fitz. I think we all folded Larry Fitz last week. 
but is there any reason that if you still have Larry Fitz, you're keeping him on your roster now? Only I, if, I'm still folding. If, only if, only if, like you said, you have six players on by, and or five, and he's you know your bye week filling guy. Yeah, if you're in a uh, super but I hope you can like, go, go out there and get any waiver guy that we talked about over him because like that passing offense, him and Kirk were. Not even evolved, like evolved, involved in that offense. They need to evolve in that offense to be involved. <laughs> Seriously, um, but they, they, you had all these dart throws from two weeks ago. <laughs> Tear it up. Yeah, you yeah. got Kendrick Bourne catching touchdowns. You've got Deshaun or not, uh, Keyshawn Johnson catching balls. It's like yeah. Well, Andy Isabella had the eighty-yard touchdown. Um, are we all fold on Larry Fitz? Yeah, yeah, fold. Them. Yep. Okay, everybody for okay. redraft for sure. Um, Terry McFold, <laughs> fold. Done with him. See, so I'm I'm folding him. I'm f- I'm folding him. It's more of a sad thing because like he he, he was promise. He, That's fine. There's he gonna, was a big sell high guy for us after his 24 point week because we said you know if if they do turn to Haskins, yes. it's going to be bad. Everyone you know, oh, it's his college quarterback. We talked about this. I'm not going to talk about it. It doesn't ever work out. I mean, he's had what 1.5 points, five points the yeah. last three weeks. I'm folding weeks. Haskins yeah. more than anything. I don't. <laughs> It, it, he sucks it's that he's on tethered him, to yeah. him. But. Um, yeah, he's yeah, I mean, a new, new coach. new. Like They, they just want right, to do everything they can new. And it's not working. I mean, I think he's going to have a great career. but just Sure, not, sure, great career, yeah. but not this the rest of the season. And there's going to be so many teams out there that are just going to hold up way too long. Mm-hmm. Dickie, Number 17. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, so Terry McFolds is a fold. Uh, Chris Conley. He's a fold. He's a fold for me as well. Uh, yeah, there's going to be some 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 change over in Jacksonville. D.D. Westbrook probably back the week yeah. after that. Yep. He's still a hold for me uh, for now. Even with D.D. Westbrook back, he was productive with Shark and Westbrook on the field. He seems to be the solid third option instead of Keelan Cole. And they um, get Nick Foles back too. But, but okay. But yeah, here, the Nick but Foles thing I'm, is I'm, interesting. I'm going to keep going back to this point because I want you to put yourselves in that mindset of, I need a win. I need to make oh, a no. roster yeah, decision. He's still a fold for me. He's on a bye week. Is Chris Conley worth holding through the bye week? Again, if you can go out and grab, grab the, we're just gonna say this about every player. If you can go <laughs> and grab the guys on our waiver pickups, I would pick him up. But if you drop Chris Conley, he's 100 percent getting picked up by another team in your league as soon as he clears waivers. And, th- and that's fine. But if you need to play somebody, I mean, Chris Conley is a guy that you drop for one of the waiver pickups, right? But if he does get Nick Foles back, he put up 18 points in week one. That's huge. If Nick Foles likes throwing to him. I mean, we'll, we'll yeah, it's it's, it's a, a will it's a will see. I mean, are you going to have confidence knowing Nick Foles is it's a new quarterback when he comes back after a bye? Like, is there really confidence there? I have enough confidence that I would hold him. That's. But are you going to play him that week? I played him every week this season. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. Hopefully, yeah, it's, I know. Hopefully, it's hopefully it's not in the league that he has Frank Gore and uh, quietly yeah. pretty good though. Um, but Sterling Shepard. Sorry, did you? No, 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 point? no, okay. no. Sterling, Sterling Shepard. He's a fold for me. I would. I, I mean, still haven't had him on my team. The, 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 the I don't the think two he back to back. I don't think he plays this season. Uh, he with that late was, scratch again. He was healthy then. Like oh no, late scratch. He's back in the concussion protocol. He got put back in the concussion protocol after yeah. three weeks of. Who not knows? Playing. He goes out there and practice. Did one move and got hit. Yeah, yeah, they they said after the second concussion this year, 
which it was back-to-back weeks because he rushed back that first time, mm. that they said that this concussion with Sterling Shepard right now is very serious. Yeah. yeah I, I, if, I, he gets, if he goes out and gets his third concussion of the season, he's shut down anyways. Yeah, and, and think of what happened with Jordan Reed. He hasn't played this year because of concussion. Look at what just happened with Brandon Cooks. He's seeing a specialist because of concussion. These are guys that have histories with concussions, repeated concussions. This can be problematic, and you should not be expecting to see Shepard anytime soon. And even if he comes on the field, I mean, we're literally watching Daniel Jones and oh. Ooh, Golden pick. Tate tear it up yeah. uh, as Daniel Jones throws an interception. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, Tate so drop that good. waiver bid down like another <laughs> dollar for me. Um, but yes, I, I agree. Uh, Corey, did you weigh in? I, I think we're all fold on Sterling Shepard. Yeah. I, I just want to make sure we're all consensusly folding. Yeah, I got to fold him, and it's unfortunate because if he does get back on the field, I think he can contribute, but you don't know when that's going to be. Exactly. So I would fold him and just, if you desperately need him, he'll probably be there. Yeah. Um, Robbie Anderson. Ugh. Hold. He's a hold for me. Oh, yeah. You got to hold a talent like that. It's unfortunate with, with everything going on with Gase and Darnold seeing ghosts and all that. But uh, Robbie, Robbie Anderson's so talented at any time. If he shows up that day, he's going to turn it on. Are we going to know his fantasy owners when that day is going to come? Not sure. But if he... You know, does put in a good performance. I would have confidence playing him the week after that, regardless of the matchup and cornerback that he faces. Yeah, you got to hold him, but the problem is this Jets offense looks like they don't want to win. Yeah, I'm going to hold him one more week. We'll put him on here next week. We'll talk about it again. Yep. If he doesn't do anything next week, I'll tell you right now, he'll be a fold for me. Yeah, I mean, and this is kind of where we sit here and we say, okay. If I'm going to hold Robbie Anderson, am I starting Robbie Anderson? Because you can't start Robbie Anderson right now. Yeah, I mean, with, with the match, I mean, I mean, we we've we said week, that about Miami. I know, <laughs> I know, <laughs> and, and that's and, and you get nothing better than that. Yeah, and it it looks like Sam Darnold doesn't want to throw the ball to him. He looks like he's looking at Jamison Crowder and then at nobody. He Chris just, Herndon. Oh wait, no, he's no. Hurt. He, it, he, Sam Darnold looks bad. I mean. <laughs> We were. All, I think. Griffin. I think everybody across the board, fantasy experts, the, the the world over, were saying, pick up Jets. They're world winners. They're league winners. Pick them up. They're gonna make. They're gonna make your fantasy season. And last week they went out and laid a complete and utter egg. So, I'd give them one more week. That's all I got. That's all I got left in the Robbie Anderson tank. And you could expand that to Jamison Crowder. Not so much Love Bell because you got to play the dude if you have him and you got to keep him. But Levis, Sam Darnold, like I mean, Jets in general, I'm giving you one more week. Listen to me now. Turn around. <laughs> Adam Gase, if you're listening, don't think about playing Blail or Ty Montgomery. Yeah. I'm I, I'm watching you, Adam Gase. <laughs> uh, Scotty, what are you do what are you doing with Robbie? Holding. Yeah, okay. All right. So we're all holds on Robbie. Kenny Stills through the bye week. Big fold. Yeah, you can't. And if there's a chance that Kiki not Kiki, uh Will Fuller comes back soon. Um, you know, I, he does have he did have a, a, a tough hamstring injury, but with with a bye week coming up, who's to say that he starts practicing after that and, and he gets his play again and stills his back to the third option, uh maybe even fourth because they're using so many tight ends. Um, you know, in the offense. Yeah, um even regardless of Will Fuller's status, I'm gonna fold um Kenny Stills. He's got brutal matchups down the, yeah, down the stretch bad. after he go he goes on his bye and then he's got Baltimore, Indy, New England, Denver, Tennessee. Yeah. And Tampa Bay is a great secondary. Yeah. So, no thank you. Fold. Get rid of him. And you saw what Will Fuller did this entire season besides that one game. Not a startable guy. 
Like he, right, you he can't... never got over ten points until that one game he got like forty eight. Yeah, and he the problem with him even being startable when he's producing is that he can leave the game on the first play anytime because he has a history of hamstring ankle injuries, st- hamstring comma ankle not combination of the two, but it can happen at any moment and he's very very susceptible to them. So yeah. Fold. Yeah, I mean, still doesn't really show me anything. Yeah, um, I thought. I thought. I think we all thought that Stills yeah. was going to slide into this role pretty naturally, and he just has not. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yep. Yeah, and I mean, so I, I'm actually, I, I would actually hold Stills if it wasn't for him being on his bye, um, just because I think he he has that ability to do what Will Fuller did. So if you had Will Fuller, you need to understand like. It's a boomer bust week. I mean, he's like a he's a good yep. flex guy if you have a lot of consistency at the top of your lineup. And I think Kenny still slots in pretty well for that. But him being on his bye, that's that's why these are the questions that you need to make. It's you're sitting here and say, yeah, Kenny Still's upside is, you know, twenty points because he can catch a couple long balls, but is it worth it through a bye? And it and it, it really isn't. Yeah, I mean, still really is, have to cut Still's him one of those guys that if you see him on like a Sunday night, Monday night game and you're down like thirty five points, you're like all right, yeah, toss I'll, I'll throw him in instead of, you know, the guy who's going to get me 10. He's a true dart throw. Yeah. Like, he's a true dart throw type of player. Like, our, our dart throws are always, like, obscure guys you've never heard about. Uh, but he's a true dart throw because he's at the bottom end of your bench, and you're like, hey, let me toss a dart that he catches a big <laughs> yeah. a big play. Exactly. Um, next one, Hollywood Brown. Uh, I'm holding him hold. so really. Hard. So you're keeping your – Dude, played the, one you're of the best defenses. You're keeping holding Brown. I, I I said I would hold Stills if he wasn't on his buy, but since he's on his buy, I'm getting nothing Dude, from you him this were, week. I'm gonna cut Stills. If you were a Hollywood Brown owner, you held him this long to see him play New England, which is a really tough matchup. And I'm one of those owners in multiple leagues where I didn't even play him because I knew how tough a matchup it was. I'm sure he you know was able to put up some fantasy points, but I had no confidence playing him in that. But outside of that, he's gonna be fine. Yeah, I'm going to hold him just because he plays Cincy and Houston. Uh, talk to me again when he plays the Rams, the Niners, and Buffalo all back-to-back. But against Cincy and Houston, I'm going to hold him. The Ravens' offense looks dynamic, to say the least. Um, I'm, that's almost like a hackneyed term for them at this point. But it, they look good. The read option works. Lamar Jackson can move, and he's going to get the ball deep, especially when he gets you know seven guys committed in the box. Marquise Brown can stretch the defense. I mean you got to hold them, especially against the terrible Bengals and the even more terrible Houston uh, passing it deep. I just I, I think that there's there's more to be seen from Brown that we've already seen. I mean, he's he's had that injury la- uh, nagging with him all year, back to from co- you know when he came out of college with that foot. I just think that if he if he can get fully healthy with that foot, there's there's some stuff to be had there. If you need a pickup, are you dropping Marquise Brown? No. I, I'm, I'm, dro- I'm dropping him. He's a he's a wide receiver. He's, he's Brown a, is out there on the waiver. He's zone, a spending touch, twenty bucks. He's on a touchdown dependent wide receiver. Four. No, he's not. When's the last time he scored ten points? Week Dude, two. He's two. week two. When's the last time he wasn't wicked hurt? Week four. So two oh, weeks. He has two been weeks hurt he all so season. You're, so you're going to continue to hold a guy who's banged up? Like, and, he, and that's and that's he a just thing. came Honestly, back from we injury. We should have been talking about Hollywood Brown weeks ago. So he came back and faced a transcendent Patriots pass defense, an all-time ranked defense. And how did, they put up 6.2 points. points. And how did how did they beat them? On the ground, right? right. It, was, it was all on the ground. 
Marquise Brown, they, they but you they, knew that going in, the Ravens, they were not going to pass against the Patriots. The Ravens do not need Marquise Brown to win football games. No, they don't. No, but they as soon don't. as you defend that run, which teams that don't have the secondary the Patriots do, you sacrifice Dude, your coverage over the top, and Marquise Brown gets open and gives you a seventy-five. Brown touchdown. is so talented. When you talk about hyper, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about fantasy relevance, and I'm sitting here. You saying, haven't I'm, seen enough to tell me that he's not going to play well while healthy. So exactly, I haven't I need seen to enough. Pick someone up to play this week. I'm dropping Marquise Brown, and that's the question. And I, I would like still wouldn't him. do it. Now, if Marquise, do not do that. If, Marquise, if you're listening, don't do that. If Marquise Brown was 20% owned in a league, because you guys all dropped him, next week we're going to be talking about how he's the best waiver pickup of the world because he's playing Cincy. And that's fine. But if you have to make, would you drop Marquise I Brown? Would, Craig said it. Well, you guys are all. I guys are all twenty dollars on. You guys are all holding up. Royce Freeman. So if you had to make a decision between Royce Freeman and Marquise Brown, who do you drop? I would probably. Hey, I would drop. Of the rest of I would roster. drop Marquise Brown easily. One hundred percent. That's an e- easy. If Marquise easy Brown drop. is available on your waivers, how much are you spending to pick him up? Marquise Brown or Royce Freeman? Answer the yeah, question. It depends it, on the composition of the rest of my uh, roster. No, it's ineffable. No, no, no. It's ineffable. You no, make, it's not. You have to make it's a decision that's, that's an easy on question. who to drop. Royce Freeman or Marquise Brown? I if think, I have I Christian think, McCaffrey no, and Alvin no, Kamara, no, I'm going to drop no, Royce you've, Freeman. You've, you've resulted to this to people who have really been in on Royce Freeman, who's an RB2. You, you're really placating your argument on this one. But Marquise I'm, I'm not Brown. So you're keeping Royce argument. Freeman. I'm saying that Royce Freeman is on a buy, and you need to make a, a roster decision. And everybody here said, hold Royce Freeman because he's an RB2. So I'm playing into the, he's an RB2, I'm going to hold him. So as a team, as a collection of four of us, I think everybody would rather have Royce Freeman than Marquise Brown, who is, Marquise Brown is And that's an RB right running back who's very, very important in fantasy, too. Okay, versus so a, a wide receiver. Holding... You're using a, such why a stupid piece of this argument. But Craig, what I'm saying is, is who would you hold? Royce Freeman or Marquise Brown? If you're saying that then RB2... That does not Craig, freaking let matter. Me, let me finish. You if should be holding Marquise Brown. So if you're gonna, in the position where you have Royce so Freeman fold, and Marquise Brown, so you're fold, then you're a really good fantasy team. So you're holding... But that's like saying, like, would I would Craig, I fold Pat, I, like a I, healthy I, Pat Mahomes for Marquise what Brown? has like, Marquise no. Brown like, done that suggests that you are a really good fantasy team? He hasn't done anything, and that's and that's Most the point that I'm teams, trying to make. If, right. if he were to if he were to been so healthy, we are here. split on Marquise Brown. <laughs> so, this is wild. So Tom, man. Tom, question for you though: How much would you spend on Marquise Brown when he's on waivers next week? Because you dropped. Uh, according him. to him, he's not spending anything. I mean. Anywhere from like twelve to like sixteen, I think would be normal. I, yeah, I wouldn't spend that much. Really, my bid. I think you'd be. I think Tom I does would hate be, wide receivers. I forgot. I think. That. I think I'd be surprised to spend more than eight dollars. Hey, this is why we. Brown. This is why we talk about it. We're gonna move on to tight ends. I, Dallas I, Goddard is the next uh, hold them, fold them for tight ends. Uh, I think with the injuries going with Philadelphia this week, I would say that I would hold on to Dallas Goddard because uh, he's gonna be a pass catching weapon uh, in that offense. Yeah, um, phew, man, that's a tough one. I'm gonna fold him only because he's on by and then plays New England. That's that's tough. I'm folding him. Same I didn't way. know that. He, <laughs> he's on a buy. I'm we, so sorry. You should look up Marquise Brown's stats too. By the way, <laughs> we saw Ertz not take the shot there. So we saw Ertz last week. Tried to move on. Come back. Some people form. can't let it go. Goddard was just you know second nature there. Yeah. So Ertz is the guy there. I mean, Goddard yeah. had his games where he had a touchdown. 
and that's it. Ertz is is bad to being Ertz, so Goddard's an easy drop, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to hold these kind yeah, of guys so, through a bye. Again, he can he can come on and put up a touchdown next week, and you go, oh shit, I lost. Out. Oh, oh oh darn, I lost out on uh, you know six it seven eight points, <laughs> but. We're fucking the bad. smart play is to drop him because you probably have a better tight end yeah. on your roster, or you can grab. I would, I would drop him. No for Noah Fan. Yep. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I would drop him for. Wait, um, no, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> you, In what would you drop son Dallas of a- Carter for Royce Freeman? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean uh, if you could pick up Royce yeah. Freeman, yes. So Tom, that's a drop for you too. Yeah, I mean Goddard's a fold. For yeah, me. I'll, I'll I'll go ahead. I did not see the bye week in New England. I'm sorry, I the, didn't really the research bye week that one, with so. the tight end. So I'll drop him right. too. Yeah. I mean, there's, <laughs> when you're so you, rapping in the tight you're not rostering two players, tight ends right now. A majority of these especially players not Goddard. Are like if it's no. Waller and Ertz, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, of course. If you're rostering those, you're starting probably. Um. Johnny Smith. So he's he's a big hold for me. Oh, okay. Uh Delaney does not look like he's healthy. No, he does not. Uh this is Corey's sell high, right? Yeah, he's a sell high. I mean if you um, could sell him hell high. The problem is he put up three point three points against Carolina this week, which yeah. is rough. But he's got Casey, then he goes on his bye, then he's right. got Jacksonville, Indy, Oakland, who are Good against the pass, not good against stopping tight ends. Top in the league, top point production in the league allowed by all those defenses. So if Delaney Walker, like you said, isn't looking like he's going to be back anytime soon, I want to hold him. But if you could drop him and pick up Noah Fant, um, to some extent Jacob Hollister, uh, to some extent... What what was Hollister... Oh, because so I, I, had, I honestly um, don't believe that that's going to no, no, but that's still, not going to get talk so, about it though. So, 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 but but it's it's a good point. Right? I was so John Smith or Noah Fant or or Jacob Hollister. I would much rather John U than both of those guys. Yeah, he showed dynamic dynamicism. Dynamic, <laughs> I don't think that's a word. <laughs> you're the grammar you're guy. An, you're an dynamic. Dyna- 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 he has been dynamic that? in the uh, past few games. Carolina's a great defense, especially against tight ends. So take your 3.3 point production with a grain of salt. Hope that he gets better. I guess I'm going to just flat out hold him and see what happens against KC. If he puts up another great performance, the job might be his even if Delaney Walker comes back healthy. Delaney's not been impressive in his time this year. And Tannehill has one, no, right? you know, he's no connection with Delaney yet. So yep. um, he's a hold just because I think he's the target leader in that, that offense. I know it. AJ Brown is there, but he's he's a big play guy. Corey Davis isn't doing anything. So Smith got five receptions last week. Didn't do much. Five targets, not much with it, but still five targets for a tight end. I'll take it. Sure, absolutely. Seven, seven before that, so he's a hole, but he's a fringe hold. Um, I, I did want to just say a little quick piece about Hollister really quick is that uh, he's playing San Francisco this week and then has a bye. That's why we don't have our uh, waivers. Right, 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 right. TJ Hawkinson. I hate TJ Hawkinson. People are going to say on this every week. So he I is, threw him on he, here late. Like two weeks ago, I folded him because I, I was I had enough. He and got then, hurt of last course, week. he had seven <laughs> points this past week, and it's like just enough to keep him on your roster again. Yep. And but I don't have him on my teams. All that happened, he did get hurt. They're just scared that he had a concussion. All he did was get the wind knocked out of him, so he's fine. He had seven points. It's against Oakland, who's not very good, but he's got Chicago, Dallas, Washington, Chicago again, Minnesota, and Tampa Bay, who all are not very good against tight ends. 
He's only 50%, 57% owned. So if you do own him, I'm probably going to hold him because likely you've held him the entire year and you've wasted a roster spot on him for most of that, minus like maybe one or two weeks in there where he had good performances. And I'm going to hope that he does better in these favorable matchups down the stretch. So for now, again, a hold for me, but... Yeah, I mean he's a fold for me. And, and and here's the thing. I mean, we're we're entering the point in the season where you can't hope, wish, pray, say, yeah, he's talented and I hope he comes around. I mean, it, it, Terry McLaurin is 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 a very very talented wide receiver, but he's in an awful situation. Like you cannot continue to be rolling guys out that have you have to start weighing your risks of what is what's the probability that I get three percent or low or three points uh or lower from a player or eight points and higher i mean this is where the whole statistics starts to come into play you need to be playing those games dj hawkinson has not proved to you that he can be he's a freak of nature and it's the same ceiling versus floor conversation that you should be having with yourself about every single player you have every single week i mean minus your automatic lock starts but like this guy his floor is one point or maybe even zero. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he ceiling, could be targeted once. His ceiling. I mean, I know he put up twenty-two. His realistic ceiling is like twelve. Okay, so a ceiling is not the most points that you score yeah. because there's a thing called outlier in statistics. Exactly, where you can go beyond your ceiling, and that's not a true statement. I e the Belka. I should. I should do it a Belka. We're gonna right do now. a regression. <laughs> podcast. I gotta. I gotta do something like this because it's. It's I, I talk to people and they go, oh, well, their ceiling's 43 points. Okay, Will Fuller's ceiling is not 43 points. He right. scored 43 points once, but that's not his ceiling. His ceiling is like, you know, the 25-26 range. Anyway, I digress. Yeah. Let's, let's move on to the next. You're right. We'll do a statistical podcast for you one of uh, these days. Scotty, are you holding, folding, TJ? Fold. Okay. Yeah, fold. Uh, you're, you're streaming tight ends at that point with Hawkinson. So, yep. again, you, you, you shouldn't be... Keeping him just because. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, all right, so we are going to move over to our top trade target. So Which is a so, new segment. New segment. So we're going to be going into this because uh, we have the trade deadline coming up this week for most fantasy football leagues. If you have an extended one, good for you. Uh, I would love to be part of that, but most leagues have it this week. And so you're going to be going out and looking at players that you, you definitely want um, to take into your championship runs, whether they have good uh, matchups going into week 14, 15, 16, um, or just players that you know you can count on going forward and getting rid of you know, the two-for-one. or you know, th- Those are always tough deals to make. Um, but if you can break the bank for someone, these are the players that we're saying break the bank on and go ahead and get into your, your playoff run with these players. So, Tom, you want to start it off? I really like yours. Yeah, sure. So my my trade target, and I, I think we're, we're going to be expanding on this quite a bit as the weeks go forward, so make sure you're following us on social media. But my trade target is Devin Singletary. Um, Devin Singletary could very easily be a league winner. And, you know, people out there saying Jalen Samuels was a league winner. Ty Johnson was a league winner. I mean, you they toss these names out there. Devin Singletary can legitimately return you RB1 numbers from here on out. Um, and we we got a glimpse of what he can do last week. Um, I I think it's going to be difficult get buying Devin Singletary after what he did last week. Um, 
But this is kind of where your salesman skills come into play. Like, yeah, like you this, look at this what isn't he did. By low, that. it's right. you want this guy on your team. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Get him somehow. And and people may very well be looking at Devin Singletary and saying, sell high, sell high, sell high. And they're like, all right, I, I, I need to get rid of De- Devin Singletary. You should be welcoming everything that Devin Singletary is bringing to the, to the, to the uh, fantasy football game, the way he runs, the way he catches his ball. Most importantly, his schedule. Just going to throw that out there. Uh, but Devin Singletary is the type of running back that can win you a league very easily. Yeah, and with the uptick in production that you saw this week, which looks like Frank Gore is about to take a backseat, it's a good time to get in on him. And like you said, he can be a league winner. He looks like he has that level of explosiveness in his running. The style he runs with is effective. He catches balls at a very high level. Um, And he's ranked currently as the running back 43, give or take, depending on your scoring and your PPR setup. But half point PPR, running back 43 on the year. So you're looking at trading, I don't know, you probably start three wide receivers in standard formats and two running backs, so maybe you can even go a little bit lower. But if you're looking around the 40s for wide receivers that are in that range, you're looking at Marquise Brown, Phil Dorsett, Mike <laughs> Williams, McCole Hardman, Jamison Crowder, Cole Beasley, Chris Conley, A.J. Brown. Those you- are guys that you could move feasibly at an even trade for Devin Singletary, I would move any of those guys I just listed for so, Devin Singletary. So if I'm if I'm the Devin Singletary owner, yeah. I, there's no way I'm trading Devin Singletary for Marquise Brown straight up. Right. But I'm going to toss in two names from our last segment. Devin Singletary and Royce Freeman as a package for Devin Singletary. Uh, so Royce Marquise Freeman Brown. and Marquise Brown for Devin Singletary. If I'm the Singletary like? owner, I'm not doing that. Same. Yeah, I mean... I mean, I'm not doing it either. Yeah, yeah. I, I think. I, I mean, again, you have, it, to, you it, have it, to give me like a marking. I have room to say, every time we, we do this, it boils down to the composition of the rest of your roster. If no, but you need it. We need to throw ideas right. out there, right? So, I mean, we're saying that Royce Freeman's a, a low end RB. I think it's certainly close. Right, and, and, and I'm I w- just throwing I wouldn't out- shoot you down, and I wouldn't go into our group chat and say, Tom's such a bad trader. I would. I might anyway, <laughs> just to you know, embarrass right. you. But but I think that's a that's a close. It's it's worth a conversation. It's definitely a spot to start from. If I'm the Devin Singletary owner, I might try to get like one more piece just to kind of swing it in my favor and say, I'll take Royce Freeman, Marquise Brown, and... Toss in Chris Godwin. Toss in Chris Godwin. <laughs> But no, like tossing, what do I need that week? You know, if I need a quarterback that week and I don't want to have to pick somebody else up and you happen to be rostering two, I'll take like a Sam Darnold flyer just for a, a, like an extra piece that I don't you have to pay Tannehill for. Or yeah, yeah, I mean, and, and this is, this is, so this is to take names out of it, it would, it would likely take you a low end RB2, yep. wide receiver three with wide receiver two upside to land a Devin Singletary. I would do that because I think Devin Singletary can that. return right. RB. One numbers for these, zero. these I are could guys. Send those two exactly. guys for Devin Singletary. Right. I hundred percent would. And, and and that's that's the thing. Like yeah. you take the names out of it, and that's that's what you're looking at. And so that's I the did, and that's the salesman pitch you need to be making in the league. If you're yeah, trying, if you are the guy trying to send the the two for one, you need to make that pitch. Listen, man, I'm doing you a favor, <laughs> <laughs> um, Scotty. Yeah. So my uh, top trade target is another rookie running back, David Montgomery. Um, ever since Nagy took over the play calling, um, he wanted to run the ball more. I and mean, we, we've seen that big time the last two weeks. Montgomery has 22 fantasy points, then 21 the last two weeks. He did that against Philadelphia, who's a great running defense. 
going forward, he's plays Detroit Rams, Giants, Detroit, Dallas, Green Bay, Kansas City, all bottom tier run defenses. And with that schedule, just like Devin Singletary, with the production they're getting now in the second half of the season, I think both of these guys are very comparable going forward. And both these guys are league winners. I think their RB2 is going forward. They'll give you RB1 numbers here and there, but they're sustainable starters from here on out. So if you can get a guy like David Montgomery pretty much for the same reason, same value as Devin Singletary, go ahead and do it. These guys are going to bring you to the ship. Yeah, and I think so. I think David Montgomery is going to take a little bit more just because of name and volume than Devin Singletary. Um, but the package should be relatively similar, I would think, right? Deals, I mean, yeah, I mean, an RB two wide receiver too. Like you would have to give up like an Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah, the, the, these are guys that you like David Montgomery, like you just said, has the name recognition more than. Devin Singletary, but if you could throw in a big name who hasn't done so much, like an Odell Beckham for either of these guys, I would do that. Would you trade oh, an Odell do, Beckham for David Montgomery straight I think up? I would have to do Odell plus a so piece. So if I'm, yeah, if I'm the David Montgomery owner, I'm not accepting Odell Beckham right now. Yeah, I would do Odell and... But I would if trade you could, I would Odell do, for David I would do Odell. Would oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I, mean, I had Odell, I would do I'm Odell and that. Frank Gore for Singletary and be like, hey, you take the other Bills Easily. running back. I wouldn't do that if I was the David Montgomery owner. I still wouldn't. Do yeah, that. still wouldn't do that. Oh, yeah, particular case. But yeah, what about um, what a, okay? What about an Odell and then the fifty-fifty Royce Freeman? Still gonna keep David Montgomery. I would do that deal if I was the Montgomery or Singletary owner. Uh, I would take Odell yeah, and Freeman. I, I would take that deal. So we're we're Just we need to, we need to go higher on the running back for Montgomery. So. <laughs> Phil Blinsey. <laughs> Gross. I would do. How about Odell and like Kenyon Drake for um, Singletary or Montgomery? Either one. I still wouldn't do that. I'm just trying to think of those fringe I'm, I'm, guys. I'm, I'm personally biased. Like I am so out on Odell. <laughs> but that's me. Anyway. We should All right, move fair on. Fair enough. Next guy. All right, Corey. Yeah, I've got uh, my top trade target as Julian Edelman. He's very highly ranked this year up to wide receiver eight. In half-point PPR leagues. That being said, he's got Mohamed Sanu, who has shown up. And this is, again, the pitch that I'm making if I'm trying to get Julian Edelman from people. You got Mohamed Sanu, who caught well, 13 balls this week. Like, he's involved in this passing game. And it looks like Julian's going to cede a little bit of ground to him. Plus, you're returning Nikhil Harry this week, who, who knows what he's going to do. But... At least he's going to get an opportunity from Tom Brady, especially coming off the bye week that they're going to have to work on some stuff with the new kid. You still got Philip Dorsett there taking some deep balls. You've still got uh, Ben Watson getting a couple looks a game. You've got James White catching balls out of the at the out of the backfield. So I'm again trying to diminish Julian Edelman's value before I go to trade for him, but he is a legitimate game well game season league winner with. Not only the number of looks he gets per game, but what he's been doing with them. He's his run after catch is great. I know last this week or this past game on Sunday he fumbled and it kind of cost the Patriots a lot of uh, field position and whatnot. But he week in week out, year after year, is a reliable target. It's who Tom Brady looks to now with Gronk on. He's the number one target, the first guy that Tom Brady wants to throw to. If you can pick him up and your wide receiver needy in any way, I would. I would trade a good amount for him. 
you know, to get him on my team. So what do you have to give up for Julian Edelman? That's the thing. At wide receiver eight, you're giving up probably an RB1, maybe a, a, an RB2. Would you, would you do a Fournette or Devontae Freeman for him? I would do a Freeman. I, would Freeman. I wouldn't do a Fournette. Do you do if Mar- I'm the Fournette a Marlon owner, Mack? I would try to do that. A Marlon Mack? No. No, I'd yeah, keep Marlon Mack. Um, I think I, I think maybe if you did like a, a mid RB two and then like a wide receiver three could also get it done. Maybe even a you know a higher end wide receiver three, low end wide receiver two. I mean, I'd be trying to get like out maybe of a John Brown. Freeman. I mean, like I think that's a perfect guy. A, free, a Freeman and John Freeman, Brown. you try oh, yeah, to get sell him. Guy now. Dude, we're yeah. we're gonna have a really fun podcast later this week about guys that you're trying to sell and guys that you're gonna pay. I mean, we're gonna be running these scenarios. Yeah. Throughout, I mean, we'll be for the rest of the week talking about this. It's going to be all chat. trade stuff all week. So, um, so I just got to get into my last one because I know we're running out a little bit of time. Um, but Josh Jacobs is my top trade target, and I would rather have Josh Jacobs right now than James Conner, Lev Bell, Mar- uh, Melvin Gordon, Mark Ingram. There's so many running backs I'd, I'd rather. I mean, so many uh, running backs I wouldn't want ra- uh, in favor of Josh Jacobs. He has an extremely incredible schedule coming up. Um, he plays, you know, the Chargers this week without Derwin James. Cincinnati's awful. Jets have been bad. Kansas City's been bad. You're going to get your wins from now to the playoffs. Um, his playoff matchup does have Tennessee, which is tough, Jacksonville, which is kind of tough, and then the Chargers at that point could have a little bit of something defensively. We don't know. But at that point, Josh Jacobs has established himself enough. He has shown with 28 attempts this past week, outside of the week before, with which is the shoulder injury, 21, 26 rushing attempts. He's been a bell cow back in three of the last four weeks. He's gone over 120 rushing yards, which is really awesome. So uh, he's definitely a guy that I, I want going into my playoff run. And and I, I obviously outside of, um, you know, Saquon, Zeke, Christian McCaffrey, the, you know, Alvin Kamara, those big ones, you know, I think Josh Jacobs is right up there in the top, maybe six, seven running backs that I want. So I'm giving up, like I said, uh, I'd go Connor one for one, Lev Bell one for one, uh, Gordon one for one. Those are big names that maybe the Jacobs owner is like, well, I got what I could out of Jacobs. And now I got a big name. Um, even if you have to add in another wide receiver three or something like that, I, I really would just go and do everything you can to get Josh Jacobs. Yeah, Josh Jacobs is a running back nine right now. So, yeah, and he's only getting better. So I mean, exactly. I, I'm I'm sitting in one of my leagues looking at Josh Jacobs and saying, I could toss I an RB one in a wide receiver two. Uh, it like and it might not get him right, depending on what the guy's thinking. You right, know? but like, yeah, you could honestly say I will trade you. Oh, I don't know. You could say Mark Ingram and. Todd Gurley and AJ Green. Yeah, Todd Gurley and AJ Green. I'm going to probably for a package of Josh Jacobs. I'm going to probably say no. I'm I'm the Jacobs owner. I'm 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 hesitant to say no. I'd probably still say no, but that does open the door. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's a close one. Yeah. Would you do Josh Jacobs for like? Nah. I like the the, the Mark <laughs> nah. Ingram and Tyler Boyd. <laughs> I was thinking in my head, and it's like I like the Mark Ingram Tyler Boyd kind of thing because Ingram's going to be you know he's he's probably a top part RB two, and then Boyd is a low end wide receiver two right now, but he's just got a new quarterback, so I want to get rid of him. And AJ Green's coming back, so I mean there's there's some room there, but it's it's close because when you get to these upper echelon type of, and I mean that's really what Josh Jacobs has been so far this year is he's been a top tier. 
uh, running back. But like the difference that you have to give just from RB ten to RB nine yeah. is a wide receiver two, and yeah. and that that's tough. Um, yeah, and, and when you step down, but Josh Jacobs is only getting better. I mean, when, that's when you thing. step down at all, it's just you, you're like, no, of course I wouldn't do that. Like if I offered you Tevin Coleman and Michael Gallup, you're gonna go for yeah, Josh no. Jacobs? Yeah, get out of here, get out of town. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, if I had that RB 10, 11, 12, I would give that up. I would even get, like I said, right. And we and that's what we're saying is that yeah. if you 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 want to get Josh Jacobs because he's going to be higher than the RB nine, we're saying that the difference between just even one spot in running backs is is huge right now. Yeah. Um, so what you have to give up to get Josh Jacobs, I think is worth it, but likely the Josh Jacobs owner is giving you the finger. So so, so the RB... Well, okay, you're not giving up Zeke. Um, oh, sorry. Chris Carson. Would you give up Carson for Josh Jacobs? Straight, Straight up. up. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I would rather have okay, Josh Okay, so he's right Carson. above him. Derrick Henry? I'd rather have Josh Jacobs. Yep, Leonard Fournette is the other one that we had gone into. I'd rather Fournette. have Josh Jacobs. My feelings are known about Fournette. <laughs> Fournette. Nick, I mean, and that's okay. why you can't do these. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. I'd rather have Chubb, yeah. Okay. All so right. that's where, right. that's, that's that's where, where we start line. to that's draw the, the line. So Jacobs is going to move up a little bit. And outside of that, yeah. David Johnson, you'd give him up for Josh Jacobs for sure. Yeah, and we'll, we'll have some more scenarios. We'll have some more uh, targets. Uh, and guys to be selling, guys to go after. So anyway, I mean, it's that's about all we got right now. I know throughout the so week, so trade for those rookie running backs that we told. Yeah, yeah. all, all yeah, rookie yeah. And Julian, it is, it yeah. is time <laughs> for the rookies. Yeah, should I have just done a rookie running back? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Yeah. 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 Not sure. Miles, Miles Sanders would be the only. He would have been a pickup for me this week, but he's on by. So, uh, man, we're, we're, we're approaching that uh, buck and a half, uh, so we're going to have to close that out. Um, we're, we're top shelf fantasy. Uh, we can, uh, you know, have another one coming up this week, another podcast. We're going to get into our starts and sit again, and then we have that trade deadline coming up for most leagues. So stick with us. Uh, we're going to get a lot of stuff out there on Twitter at top shelf FNTSY and on Instagram, same handle. Uh, go to our website, topshelffantasy.com. You'll get that waiver article tomorrow. A couple more articles coming out during the week. I'm sure we'll do something on that trade deadline. Uh, anyway, again, Top Shelf Fantasy for Scott, for Corey, for Tom. I am Craig. Stay fluid, stay loose. Into the tube.
to another key Modulate and wait for me I'll take a few and lives and pretty soon The other cats will all commence Congregating on the fence Beneath the alley's only light Where every note is on 